This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode 160. This is Rajesh Sen and this is Abhinandan Sekri. We are recording from the comforts of our own home because we are still in lockdown although some lockdown has been lifted in parts of the NCR region. We are still playing it safe. because safety first as we've always been told so we are wearing our helmets we are wearing our face masks and we are still doing this podcast and safety first also applies to what you watch rajshree clearly lives on the edge when she uh, demonstrates her content consumption habits as she's going to demonstrate in this episode where she has watched a sh- film called mrs serial killer which she also tried to get me to watch <laughs> i very bravely dodged all her threats so she will tell us about mrs serial killer with the thespian by the name of well jacqueline fernandez but that's not the most of it wait till i tell you who is written directed and produced it we can't wait and oh, then there's yeah. hollywood and extraction then uh, last week we saw the demise uh, in fact shortly after we recorded awful and awesome two um, prominent um, actors passed away rishi kapoor and irfan khan so i thought we should do a a little retrospective of their work and we shall talk about that too and we have one little concert and zoom video type e concert which everybody is doing these days and tiktok's public awareness video we have all that so rajshri sen what do you want to start with i think i should start with mrs serial killer because i actually sat down and watched it he kahani ab khatam hone wali hai ऐसे हमने सोचा वैसे नहीं कितनी लड़कियां लापता थी सर जी डिफेंडेंट विल रिमेन इन कस्टडी विदाउट बेल जो इनसेंट है कि मैं जानती हूँ कसूरवार कौन है This is a film it's a Netflix so I think it's also a commentary on Netflix and the kind of shows that uh, it produces in India and it just doesn't make sense to me anyway but Jacqueline Fernandez is in this wonderful film it was thankfully one hour 40 minutes or so so it wasn't one of those 3 hour long films but Jacqueline Fernandez is playing the wife of a bengali man which i felt was unnecessary mrityunjay mukherjee who is played by manoj rajpai mm. and he is a gynecologist okay and they stay in a place like it looks like masuri manali those kind of like a beautiful cottage and all and um, she dresses though like she stays in hollywood So hmm. I think she nobody sent her the memo that in Manali if she dresses like that and with those stilettos it would be very difficult to climb up the those steep roads no hmm. but anyway it's very realistic basically as you watch it and they it borrows from the nithari murders in the sense that the bodies of six women are found uh, with fetuses which have been removed from them and kept in jars and uh, these six women have obviously been tortured and killed and then manoj rajpai gets arrested for this and how jacqueline fernandez gets him out of jail okay you're not giving away any spoilers because i saw the trailer 
when you asked me to watch it and i decided yeah. against it so the trailer suggests that either he is a serial killer or she is a serial killer or she's become a serial killer to get him out or something fishy but we will not give away spoilers yeah not that although if we gave away a spoiler also that would make this film more interesting actually that's what i want to say but in this film there's also a lawyer he has a lawyer played by darshan jadiwala who you've seen abhinandan in other like if you see him you know who i mean there is nothing which makes uh, sense in this film there is uh, the acting is terrible absolutely manoj vajpai see jacqueline fernandez i don't expect her to act well if she'd acted well i would have been shocked so she has stayed true to form she cannot act her face doesn't move too much also so mm. that in itself like you don't know is that an effect of trauma from the film from reading the script from sajid khan there are so many things that could have traumatized her right but uh, she can't act but manoj bajpayee can't act either i don't know what has happened because you know he keeps picking films like this if you remember we had reviewed a film called missing Yeah. Oh. He and Tabu, both actually capable of amazing performances, were in this film, and I had actually given it the rank of the worst film I've ever seen. So Vajpayee has the ability to sometimes pick stuff and then do justice to it by doing a really terrible job. So the film ends on a cliffhanger. Oh. Okay. So it's such a cliffhanger that you're not interested in seeing the sequel. So it's a thrilling cliffhanger. but the biggest revelation in this film was because i said let me watch who is responsible for this hmm. someone is responsible it is written directed and the screenplay scripted by shirish kundar oh farah khan's uh, oh if i had her. just yeah if i had just known this before i would not have watched it na no? Right, right. And she has produced it. This is what I love. Sorry, sorry, not brother. He's Swara Khan's husband. Brother, so he's Sajid. Yeah, why did you say brother? You said brother. No, hmm. no, husband. So basically, oh, so she not only has had the trauma of Swara Khan's <laughs> brother, she also had the trauma of Swara Khan's husband directing her. That's lovely. So it is so terrible. But what I can't get over is that. how much so to me netflix is like the soft bank of the entertainment world kisi ko bhi paisa de do connection hai to where where is this money coming from does anyone know this valuation is more than disney man so that is you know that's where the money is coming from but rajshree i have absolutely no doubt that you will watch the part 2 of this cliffhanger no, i will no. so there is one thing i have to say there is a full 8 minute segment in which manoj bajpayee makes fun of a bengali being a serial killer and i felt that was really unnecessary like randomly he says well if a bengali is a serial killer then you have to have dramatic music right and like he makes a mockery of my community i think that's yeah. very unfair especially after kahani had shown such a sinister side to bengalis Which so, you didn't like that film? I don't know why. I didn't dislike it, but I thought it was overrated. I'd heard so much about it, and I saw it, and especially that that Bong actor. Everyone said, "Oh my God, he's amazing! He's amazing!" Oh, Param Brato. He only has European girlfriends. It's quite Very, a hottie in his own way. Like all Bongs are in their own way. <laughs> so, so, moving on from that, Rajshree Sen, thank you for watching it. Yeah. The country is proud of you. You're also standing on the front lines. 
trying to entertain our listeners during this lockdown by watching things like uh, Mrs. Serial Killer, which is no less daring. You are showing yes. daring as as going out and taking on Corona. I'm also watching over here. Very good. Like that. So, um, so this is the second time that there is a Bengali connection to Jacqueline Fernandez. She had also done that Badshah song where she was <gasps> doing this Bengali, where they did not give credit to the original musician yeah. of the song. Again, Very another good. Bengali got screwed in the process, and not so. in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rathi Sen. Moving on from this family listening podcast, which past is becoming parental guidance. I just want to talk about these two spots. Well, one was a spot. The TikTok has come up with a spot which sounds something like this. So this is called Mat Karo Forward. It is put out by TikTok, which is the uh, the Tinder of short videos. Tinder of short videos. Matlab the most raddi se raddi environment for video is TikTok, which is responsible for a lot of very offensive content, which often they don't take down. So they decided to come up with Matkaro Forward. So mm-hmm. I guess they are taking a swipe at WhatsApp, which is uh, Facebook and, and TikTok are major rivals. Yeah. So there's this major industry rivalry, many of you may not know, between TikTok and, and Facebook. So this has um, Virat Kohli, Kirti Sanan, who has done a stellar job as usual. Not only is she beautiful, even uh-huh. in a one minute, 31 second spot, she can establish her her presence. Uh, it has Ayushman Khurana, who is also very good. And it has uh, Saif Ali Khan's daughter, who is there because she's Saif Ali Khan's daughter, who exists because he's Shirmila Tagore's son. So this is, is an entire lineage because of Shirmila Tagore. We have a lineage of, you know, talentless wonders, just like after Jawaharlal Nehru, we had a complete. So I can't wait to see the next generation that also will we will be subjected to. So it's a very well-meaning spot. And I think this new device of making spots, which each of them has shot in their own house, but using effects and the way it's shot, mm-hmm. it makes it look like they're doing it together. is quite clever. I think this has given filmmakers and ad filmmakers some new tricks and devices to play with. Uh, so yeah, um, it's, it's being aired on all the television channels these days. So I just thought I'd mention it. And if these... Um, Did you like it? I mean, no, I, I don't really think it serves any purpose, but someone's getting paid even if it's talentless wonders. That's true. Assuming they've charged for it, I don't think they would have done it for free and TikTok has lots of money and it is a Chinese company, so... Long live China. I don't Long want anyone China. to bad about China. It has brought me the best food ever. So I love China. Oh, Chinese food. Chinese food. Oh, In China, when you go, you can't order Chinese food though. You say food. I must tell you, in fact, we, should, we will, uh, one day we will get Rajshri on our other podcast, which you check out News Laundry's other podcasts, such as Highway on my podcast, which we've put out during lockdown period, because if you can't go to the highway, we bring the highway to you. Uh-huh. And Rajshri is also 
food expert other than being an expert on pop culture and pretty much on everything like all bengalis are experts on everything i am i'm quite an expert at my expertry expertry <laughs> so uh, so in that in fact we had gone to penang i remember we were shooting a show a food show we said where's we want penang curry uh-huh. so any curry here is penang curry you're in penang he said no but there's a dish called penang curry they said no there's no dish called penang curry yeah said, so oh he said this is like us coming to indian and indian saying give us indian curry uh, yeah there so is no chinese such- food same i want food in china but i think food chinese food outside china is tastier than chinese food in china well i wouldn't eat chinese food in china um, now for as long as i'm alive ah, you taken an ethical stand well i only take ethical stand rashi sen you it may surprise you so if we go to a restaurant now you won't we can't go to a chinese restaurant though well first of all let's not talk about restaurants it's yeah, that's customer. true i felt sad while seeing it itself <laughs> But no, that's Indian food. Indian Chinese. Okay, okay, that's okay. So I'm just clarifying because then I prepare myself from now. No, that's weird. Meanwhile, the other thing I just quickly want to talk about before you tell us about extraction and Hollywood is um, uh, Shah Rukh Khan was a part of a concert as usual. My information is always half baked because I for India. Well, that was the name of the concert, but there were some yeah. Hollywood celebrities also involved in that. Everyone, no? because Nick Jonas, you see, Priyanka Chopra got Nick Jonas to be don't involved. Say, Nick Jonas, just say Priyanka's husband, because I don't know who's Nick Jonas. I know who's Priyanka's husband. Ha! So Priyanka's husband was part of it. Then Sophie Turner is his sister-in-law, who was in Game of Thrones. She was also part of it. So basically, Priyanka Chopra did a very good service for the country she is from. and got international pop stars to be part of this and did she get any uh, hip hop rap artists cuz then she'd be doing yo man service you get it you get my joke yo man service we have very few subscribers don't push it huh let's not well, lose any speaking of subscribers other than losing subscribers may i please urge you to subscribe to newsroundly.com uh, if you go to our website you'll see other than this wonderful podcast that rajshree very kindly does with me we do a lot of ground reports our reporters are out doing stories on sto- on things that need to be told we have reporting on politics on the economy and of course the other public interest reports these are not funded by advertisers we are an ad free platform so all of you listening some of you pay and you are what keeps the lighthouse lit but if some more of you can please pay it would help us make sure that our staff is well paid i am not behind on rents and rajshree sen doesn't keep calling and saying mera check kai kutte ki aulad and i say i say gali mat do and then i take off my pagdi like the and like then the, you just whip me with it like the pagdi i pulled at the feet like you know like like this one did balraj sanin do biga zameen and the bengali zamindar says hat la udhar mera and then i have to as in the bengali zamindar spoken hindi i don't know must have because <laughs> Then, so, but you wouldn't have understood what he was saying. Maybe he wasn't asking for money. Maybe he was telling him, "Why don't you come into my house?" But a Bengali speaking in Hindi, you'll never know what they're actually saying. Absolutely. So go to newslaundry.com, subscribe, and pay to keep news free. Because when the public pays, the public is served. So in my half-baked fashion, I only saw the bit with Shah Rukh Khan, and I think through this little song that Shah Rukh Khan sung rather tunelessly, which sounds like this. शोस देख देख कर थक चुका हूँ अब चुका हूँ रैंडम ख्यालों का पुलाव है पकाया ये कर्म का हर हीरो लंदन से क्यों आया सोचते सोचते तीन बज जाएगा बाकियों के मसल्स बड़े जा रहे हैं 
मुझसे दो पुशअप्स भी नहीं हो पा रहे हैं कंपैरिजन करके दिल छोटा हो जाएगा अबे रहन देना यार सब सही हो जाएगा he once again demonstrated that he is the king of confidence and self deprecating humor and he can really do stuff that is genuinely cool other than the really ghatiya salman khan's lockdown video which was so far from cool that it was like the delhi summer in june <laughs> So yeah, Shahrukh Khan rocks. And they raised a lot of money. I think they raised forty-five crores or something. But big, I have big, big deal. Big, big deal. Salman Khan is the biggest philanthropist with his Beam Human brand, which only caters to rich and takes the money and feeds the poor who are sleeping on the pavements. Or kills the poor who are sleeping on the pavement. That also maybe is helping with our population problem. Right. That's also possible. So I saw a part of this Shahrukh video where Abram is also part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, very cute. Oh, it's the same one. He sang very badly, though, but he mm. just looked like he looked nice. So I suppose. And oh, since um, and since you're shallow, that's enough for you. Yeah, yeah, that's enough for me. I would have given some money. I'm trying to find how much money they raised, but they did raise quite a bit. But I just want to say something. that i actually thought that i would watch this concert but i just couldn't figure out how to watch this concert because they weren't showing it on any channel that i watch it please you couldn't and they said it's on facebook but i went on facebook and i just saw my home page <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> you maybe you don't know how to navigate facebook that season maybe because and i must say you really complete your sentences you said i wanted to watch this concert but i couldn't watch this concert we 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 understood you're talking about the concert only so you don't have to keep reiterating <laughs> the concert i'm making sure i don't leave any loose ends over here but anyway i think it's a good thing that our celebrities did something once in a while other than just carrying on praising modi it's a good thing that they did but speaking of celebrities i watched a show called hollywood which is a series this sounds all about dreams and some of my customers don't just come here for gas what's the password again dreamland dreamland i want to go to dreamland get in the car with them have a drink maybe you know sometimes sometimes you have to service no i came here to be a movie star i want to take the story of hollywood and give it a rewrite So this is a Netflix special because I basically watched Netflix only this time. Hmm. So uh, Hollywood is a new show that has just been—it's uh, a mini series which was released, I think, three four days back. It's made by Ryan Murphy, who has also—he's one of the executive producers, but he has made shows like Glee, Nip Tuck, uh, basically really good shows. and this is about hollywood in the 50s like just post world war 2 hollywood and hmm. it draws so the reason why i watched it because the trailer didn't do much for me but it's just set in a time period of hollywood which i find very interesting because this is when you had the best the biggest stars laurence olivier vivian lee uh, gone with the wind had just been released so it's that part of hollywood's history have i told but, you about the wind joke rabshisan i think i've said it on awful nosum it's okay. but you can see it again i forgot it okay so since i'm i'm in any case uncle age who keeps repeating jokes uh, yeah. sorry but into your classy no no please tell uh, us 
so um you know once there's a fancy dress party and and uh, banta is also invited and you have to go dressed as a film so um everyone comes you know someone is you know with rip body with guns and all you know as rambo someone wears this very fancy costume with a fin at the back as jaws hmm. comes the spartacus so banta goes stark naked with a little fan near his ass ah. so the host is a bit perplexed uh, but then vantas come starkers with a little fan in his bum so finally the host can't take it anymore says vanta to see kedi film ko represent kar rahe ho hmm. oh ji gaan with wind very <laughs> bad of an number thank you ha huh. you can carry on with your classy i just thought there was too much classiness happening i had to bring it down no it's a hollywood isn't classy classy in the sense that there's a certain so while the look and all is all very 50s there's it's too shiny you know when a production is you can make out that it there's no it, it doesn't look too realistic though like yash like, like yash chopra film yeah it's like a yash chopra film so everything everyone is of course it's hollywood so there are a lot of good looking people and it's rock hudson and all so they were extremely handsome men but and this is a documentary film i mean all no, these no 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 it's not a documentary but it features it the characters that are shown are a lot of real life characters and they are so vivian lee is part of the film uh then the woman hattie mcdaniel you know you've seen speaking of gone with the wind who played mammy the black slave in this thing and she was the first black woman to win an oscar so hattie mcdaniel is also in this but what i liked about the show was that it one talks about the fact that homosexuality was so repressed in hollywood at that time so people like rock hudson cole porter noel coward no one could openly say that they were gay because they would just be they'd never make a film again it's as simple as that yeah. and so they talk about that there's a there's a fictionalization of the way some people's lives are panned out but as the way they show it being uh, pan, uh the way they show it panning out but a lot of it is based in truth so the things like vivian lee was totally bonkers like she was off her rockers and that's uh, shown like you know that she'd have these episodes she was very hung up about the fact that she'd played scarlet o'hara the fact that rock hudson was gay but couldn't come out he was one of the first hollywood stars who got aids right and So you just tell me so just explain to me it's a series it's, it's a, a series it has two series which has been made now but it has rock hudson in it as as, as rock one. hudson because it's set in hollywood at that so time how is he i mean he's dead how's how's he playing as an actor is playing him don't be silly oh no you oh. said he's there okay fine got it right and you know it has trivia which i think most people wouldn't know like hattie mcdaniel the black actress when she won the oscar in 1940 they invited her to the ceremony but they said we can't let you into the main audience right because you're black so they made her sit outside and when her name was announced they got her into the building to take her award and then they told her well you can't go to the after party because it's at an all white club wow and she like it really ate away at her because she said 
you know, I felt, but they hadn't told her they'd make her sit at the back. They basically gave her an invitation which said front row seat. But when she reads, they said, obviously you can't, you're black, like think about it. It was as simple as that. And what people don't talk about, you know, that Walt Disney made the kind, so Walt Disney made a whole bunch of very racist films at that time called, and there's one of them which they discussed called Song of the South. Song of the South is about a plantation and the plantation workers are so happy that when they are told that y'all are free now to go, y'all are no longer slaves, the plantation workers sing a song. They really sing a song and they say, no, we love it here. What is there not to love that we will till someone else's land for them? So it has a lot of stuff. It has Hollywood has a lot of penance to do. I don't know if they've done their penance yet. You know, it's it's really sad. I mean, that way, there's one thing I think about India ever since independence, whether it yeah. was on gender or caste, well, socially, of course, that was a problem. But it could not be so brazen the way, um, you know. No, and listen, there was this thing which I didn't know till, like I remember hearing about it, but as in, but I didn't know what it was properly. Uh, which this series discusses called Hayes Code, H-A-Y-S Code, which basically said that miscegenation, which is uh, sexual, any sexual relations between the white and black races is forbidden. So you cannot show a mixed race couple on screen. Yeah, that was actually one of the things that actually continued even up to our adolescence. I remember in the Pelican Brief. uh, Yeah. It was much discussed when Denzel, Denzel Washington was in it. Uh, With Julia Roberts, no? Yeah, I'm not getting the film and the actors wrong. No, Abhinandan Sekri is making up his own cast and his own films. This no, is the no, one. No. Denzel Washington and Julia Roberts. Yeah, same okay. one. Yes, okay. So I'm right on that. So huh. in that, you know, he or helps her gets the, get out of that shit that she's in. But it's platonic. They don't kiss. And I remember this uh, criticism that because he's a black actor, they could not show like an interracial case as recently as that. Really? Is, it, is that why? Well, it's a theory. I mean, I'm sure the scriptwriter could say, but I, I, but it made me think because I don't recall too many like Eddie Murphy's love interest in Eddie Murphy films would always be black. It would be a Robin Givens or whoever it yeah. was later. So the white, black kind of pairing, even Hollywood, I think it only came in the 90s or even later, yeah. 70s and 80s, it wasn't there. They didn't pair black and white star. Yeah. But maybe we have such well-read and brilliant uh, subscribers. One of them could write a short piece and send us on the history of the racism in Hollywood. Yeah, so it, it, they even talk about this actress, Me Me Wong, I think her name is, who was, so there are a lot of, basically there are a lot of real life characters who are depicted also, but it's about these two central characters and this film which is being made with a black leading actress. So that's the story that, and they have a film. interesting, Ratri Sen, you've you've, uh, discovered something good. You've actually... uh, Speak my interest, I would like to watch this. No, so watch it, it's fun. But it's also fun because of like, there was a real gas station in Hollywood where this guy who has shown his character, Dylan McDermott plays his character. He used to have these really good looking men as service attendants. And all the gay actors and gay, like whatever, film producers and all. And these rich women used to come and pick up. So it was basically a prostitution racket. 
वो अच्छा तो टर्म कहा जा रहे हो सर्विसिंग करने जा रहे हैं Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so watch it because I there's a lot of trivia. If you like, like I really like Hollywood trivia. So there's a lot, and there are things that you know suddenly, like Noel uh, Noel Coward will be there saying something. There's a Cole Porter bit which is there. So it's just interesting and it's fun also. But it's really so I of course cried because I like crying in films and shows. But uh, it's it's a fun show. Oh, so nice! It's good to hear that fun shows make you cry, as do Ajay Devgan films. Yeah, but that's for other reasons, of course. Yeah, we have come to you for extraction, but before that, we have two emails that are actually um, very informative. So I shall read them in total. Okay. Um, this one is from Saloni. Saloni says, "Hi, Abhinav and Rajeshri. I'm writing to you from a nice, warm Ireland while listening to episode two seventy three of Hafta. So, although this is awful and awesome, but I guess she's writing to us while listening to Hafta." I've been a proud subscriber since early this year, but an ardent listener since clothesline days of YouTube. I must say, Abhinandan, your consistent taunts of Mufat Khor guilt tripped me into subscribing. So please keep saying it; it works. Thank you, Saloni. A lot of people say that I'm being very insensitive when I call people Mufat Khors because some of them can't afford it. So that's fine. If you can't afford it, you have nothing to feel guilty about because if you can't afford it, of course you're going to consume it for free. If I were a student and I couldn't pay, I'd say, yeah, I, mean, I don't feel guilty about it. But those of you who can pay. and yet crib about the news being driven by large corporations and governments it is because they pay for it so unless you pay for it it ain't going to serve you so my taunts of mufat khori are for those people uh, and the students who can't pay boys girls and them it's your age to bloody mooch of others yeah that's what we did hum to shaadiyon mein ghus jate the khana khane aise kya baat hai lekin jab kamana sikha tab sala kamai se kaha anyway I am an animator artist by profession and of course hugely consume content at pop culture wanted to share my recommendations so saloni's recommendations are as follows the morning show airing on apple tv it is a fiction american newsroom drama it speaks of the impact we of youtube we discussed this i just want to say yeah yeah we discussed this the rest yeah. oh even i watched this this is one of those rare occasions that even i watched yeah shocking so i'd love to know your thoughts especially since the show revolving around the media and perhaps draw parallel to the situation closer home so we've reviewed the saloni well Closer home, so hardly any Me Too impact happened in India, um, but the reasons for that are complex, complicated, and of course, yahan par kam hua. But uh, we have reviewed this. In fact, I was quite impressed by Steve Carell. Now, second, this may be unusual for news runners, but I want to share an Instagram account called Brown History. It is a lovely account, crowdsourcing stories of diaspora across the Indian subcontinent and their journey of migration to the West, their life evolution, etc. it is people sharing history of their parents grandparents journeys that are so heartwarming i've read stories from partition the world war the it boom for me access to stories from countries like pakistan bangladesh on the same historical events that i've heard of was such a good perspective and very eye opening i feel kids who grew up abroad didn't have the same block in mentality towards our neighbors that we growing up in india did mostly due to lack of access to info so she highly recommends it well sounds very interesting i shall check it out To indulge my narcissism, I'd love to co-host to discuss content pop culture with you guys. I've worked across India, US, and now Ireland in CG computer graphics, and can shed light on some work culture, original IP, VP, crowdsourced work, treatment of the medium and its evolution. If it's all too geeky, please feel free to ignore it. No, it doesn't seem geeky. I'm sure it'll be interesting. So, Parikshit, our wonderful producer, we must get Saloni at some point. She has some suggestions for news laundry, um, which is about long reads and stuff. Uh, those, I'm sure, are 
listeners are not so keen on, but I have read this and the long reads with that you said, we are actually working on a bunch of stuff, including regular deep dive, much as that term is hated, podcasts. So we'll do that. And she says, thanks a ton for everything you do. I love the hilarious contrast between you and Rajshree having nearly everything. I'm a huge admirer of Meghna and Manisha. Much respect to everybody. Transparent Media for the win. Yay, warm regards, Saloni. Transparent Media for the win. Thank you. And now uh, Siddharth says, Hello, Rajshan Abhinandan. This is Siddharth, software engineer at cybersecurity company in Silicon Valley, California. And a recurring subscriber of News Laundry since I discovered you guys. I've written, rephrased and crumpled this mail in my mind dozens of times. So what follows is a humble attempt to keep my words to a bare minimum. You to remind me of the legendary team of Siddharth, Kak and Renuka Shahane. Create a less classy version from the long-running show Surbhi and Doordarshan. Rajshri Sen, did you ever watch Surbhi? Yes, I watched. So, we are a less classy version of Renuka Shahan and Siddharth Kak, just in case you were flying high on your classy Bengali trip. I don't know whether this is a compliment I am taking it as a compliment. In fact, I am claiming it and snatching it as one. <laughs> okay. uh, they need to sit on the ground and talk very nicely and have this very informed oh. kind of sense of self. Uh, which you have, I have an uninformed sense of self. <laughs> but in spite of the flack you get due to your views on certain issues, I like the fact that you strive to learn from your diverse set of listeners, which is essential in making this podcast a memorable 20, 30 uh-huh. years hence. Rashi said 20, 30 years hence, people listen to this podcast. What do you think people they'll say? say? What a well-informed woman she was. And this fool just kept interrupting her all the time and saying, oh, you watch that also. Oh, you watch that also. Like that. Like that. So you think we'll be alive in 20, 30 years? Yeah, 20, 30 years. Yeah, I think we'll be quite sprightly actually. Okay, if you say so. I'll look like J-Lo then. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I'll still be solo. <laughs> you get it? Because I'm single. Are you understanding my puns? Like the yeoman service also. Yeah, that's so know. like difficult to get now. Okay, referring to your question during Angrezi Medium movie discussion, I can speak from my personal US grad school experience that students can be broadly divided according to their financial status back home and their academic ambition. So those of you who might need to, you know, be reminded of what Siddharth is talking about, when we spoke about Angrezi Medium, one of the criticisms I had is that they show that when Indians go to US to study every, or UK or wherever she went, basically abroad, every night they are sitting at home and having shots and drinking and it's this party party all the time which is not the case, at least from the friends who I know who went. Of course, there were those who partied, uh, but it wasn't exactly like this. So he says the ones with good financial support and low ambition will start drinking, partying right away, with some even preferring to stay away from Indian student ghettos and mingling only with American kids. He's put Indian student ghettos in inverted commas. Majority of the rest slug it through diligently at studies and get one or more menial part-time jobs on the side to support any semblance of an active social life. Cheating in exams and plagiarism is not as uncommon as you would think, but it has serious repercussions if caught in the act. Luck does play a major role in getting jobs after, so while the former may land cushy jobs despite poor grades, the latter may struggle to even land an interview call. Before I proceed with my recommendations, I had a few suggestions. Though NL Hafta covers this on occasion, it would be great if you review books as well. Okay, we've heard that before, but it's a tough one. Also, if you have a chart of whichever movies, shows that has been reviewed before, along with your ratings, it would help subscribers watch and suggest new material. Finally, for the good stuff, movies, Japanese, any studio, Ghibli, anime movie, My Neighbor Totoro, Spirited Away, Grave of the Fireflies are great for starting out in the world of traditional animation and soulful storytelling. Though I must warn you that the last one is a heartbreaking story about war orphans. 
then marathi classics before sairath on natrang katyar kaljat ghusli fandri all three deal with social class divides with some amazing acting but folk music along with hindustani classical music take them to the next level actually i've watched fandri and i interviewed the director of fandri i'm not very good with names but if, he was a truly brilliant man i was on a panel with him a couple of years ago and he at that time was making a film with amitabh bachchan anyway then shows he says sense 8 on netflix created by the wachowski siblings from the of matrix famous tony one of the kind it deals with politics identity gender sexuality race i must watch it because i like all wachowski brother, uh, well they're not brothers anymore but wachowski yeah. siblings of uh, films they're amazing then crashing on netflix is a precursor to fleabag from amazon prime phoebe waller bridge and rachel crashing we watched you watched abhinandan i watched it okay yeah yeah on it's that fee- uh, before fleabag so you watch fleabag mm mm-hmm. and then after that you watch crashing i think or if you hadn't we discussed it then watch it because you love it it is really really again scripted by her and she acts in it and then he recommends a song called cold little heart from the hbo series it's big excellent. little lies it's my favorite song and terry pratchett's books a uh, disc world book series there are some books that never make it to screen and will change the way you look at the world i've not known any writer so accomplished at satire and humor which we desperately need in this can i see my brother teaches terry pratchett by the way she's still in school my brother teaches in college so she's in college keep quiet i'm not talking as in his books oh okay oh like oh. as i sign off i wish you all the best and hope to see the day when news laundry enters the limca book of records for the most number of subscriber mails similar to how surbhi did for millions of letters received in a week regards siddharth so siddharth thank you so much but um i have this a, I siddharth kak who's writing to us no i don't think siddharth kak will refer to himself in the third person unless he is narendra modi or anu malik rashi sen moving on this is an extraction so who the players biggest drug lord in india versus biggest drug lord in bangladesh submitic <laughs> shit huh It's a kidnapping. Drug lord's son. Clock's running at 16 hours. Proof of life is of six hours ago. What is extraction? So the reason I watched extraction, and I have to say I've only watched one hour of it, and I'm not going to watch the next 35 minutes because I've understood what's happening. Extraction stars Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Oh, Captain America. Oh, isn't he Thor? Oh, Thor! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Chris Hemsworth, and it's made by one second. As usual, I have lost the. Blonde. It is made. It's made by. It's directed by Sam Hargrave, and Joe Russo has. Sam Hargrave has made films which are like fabulous things. He's uh, Avengers: Endgame, Avengers: Infinity War, Captain America. and the russo brothers have scripted this the russo brothers have also scripted all those avenger films oh. okay so they are oh, this is the one that has randeep hooda also yeah but more importantly it's chris hems chris i can't remember why i can't say his name chris hemsworth against bangladeshi villains in dhaka <laughs> so that funny why bengalis can't be villains Bengali, listen. Have you seen the size of Bangladeshi men? Chris Hemsworth will give them one little tap on their shoulder; they'll die. 
and they are not the smartest cookies either i'm sorry i'm 75% bangal and i have to say this but it is so the story is that pankaj tripathi is a drug lord in uh, bombay who is in jail okay and his son goes to a posh school and uh, is around he looks around 16 years old say 15 16 years old and the son gets randeep kuda is uh, this guy pankaj tripathi's right hand man who lives in the house who sort of looks after the son but goes in and out of the house he leaves at 9 pm like that and this son goes out partying with his friends and gets kidnapped from there by uh, pankaj tripathi's uh, nemesis who is a bangladeshi drug lord okay hmm. and he gets kidnapped and taken to dhaka then you cut to chris hemsworth who is an australia baby and he's like taking off his he, oh he didn't take off his shirt it was quite sad but he's just being australian and jumping off cliffs into the water and all that but he is part of a group of people who are called to you know extra, like uh, if doctors yeah like like dentists or for molars he is for people Yeah, exactly. So he's ex- going to go and extract. Going to go. He's going to extract this boy from Dhaka. So he reaches Dhaka, and uh, it's just and there's lockdown. <laughs> and there's lockdown. extraction ki bund. So it is really funny for a bingo <laughs> to watch. First of all, so I've never been to Dhaka, even though my family is from Shilchar and all that. But uh, first to hear so many people. So the one thing that they've got correct is that they someone who knows uh, Sileti, which is a dialect in uh, Bangladesh, has done the scripting, the dialogues at least. So they speak correct Bangal. Okay, well so that's a lot more than you do. Yeah, I can't listen. It's a very different. So Bangladesh has many dialects. Sileti is the one which my grandmother used to speak, but it's just one of the many dialects. But this whole, the entire thing is set in Dhaka. That so I learned many things. The Dhaka cops use Maruti esteem cars. Okay. that's the cop car and it has police written on it in bengali and they've shot clearly they've shot in dhaka because it's very congested and the, there are a lot of bengali people roaming around i have to say so randeep huda comes from bombay to also extract this boy so then it's a battle between randeep and chris hemsworth and chris hemsworth's handlers and this drug lord in bangladesh Lovely. So that is the story. Excellent. Sounds but compelling. But it's not the best film. <laughs> but I just kept watching it because. Why did you watch it, Rajshri? Who recommended it? Or just generally because you're. Oh, no, I saw on Twitter. See that poster comes up when you log on to Netflix, right? So yeah, I was seeing that thing, but I that didn't make me want to click on it. Then on Twitter, someone wrote that wow, Chris Hemsworth is outdone by Bangladeshi villains. So then oh, I so think then your parochial nature kicked yeah. in. Yeah, Ami, Shobo, Dekho, Shobo, Hollywood, Maro, Bund, Pilat, Maro. So you've said, let me watch it also. But I'm surprised. Maybe later, maybe in the last one hour, they show Elish and all being eaten. But it's just. It's, I just like to say. 
I'd like to apologize. I'm accused of you know being racist or whatever. Uh, a, our producer Parikshit is Bengali and he's six feet tall. So A, y- your stereotype has been killed right here. He's not. One second, one second. Parikshit, are you from Bangladesh? Yes. Hey, chop, ho gaya, chop, ho gaya. Raju ka chop, ho gaya. Listen, my family also the half, half, half. So that means right? Oh, only. No, no. Three feet are from the other. Three feet are from. No, no. Other. Listen, rich Bangals are very different because this is the thing in Bangladesh, right? There is no middle class. They are either very rich people or very poor, and all the rich people eat up all the poor people's food. So they become yeah. tall. Okay, Rashi said we can leave the socio-political uh, scrutiny to uh, others. John Dress, John Dress and Rajeshri said, maybe I should write a book with John Dress. You must, you must. It'll be burnt, and and you will like Salman Rushdie. You will also have to name your change your name to Anton Joseph and move to London. <laughs> so uh, please watch um, uh, Extraction so that you learn something about Bangladeshi culture. Okay. Which seems to have a lot of drug lords and very like smart, canny people who look really cool, and uh, there seems to be nothing else that's happening in Bangladesh according to this show. But I'm just impressed that someone thought of this. That of all the places in the world, they will base a Hollywood film in Bangladesh. Okay. So Rajshri Sen, on that bewildering <laughs> thought, uh, we shall move into something a little more respectful. Yes. Uh, which is the two departed souls, and we will talk about your favorite films and my favorite films about them, and just a general scrutiny. But before that, I'd like to remind all our listeners that NewsLaundry.com is a website that has many podcasts, articles, video shows, etc. You can check out. Other than awful and awesome entertainment rap, we have a podcast called Hafta. We have a travel podcast called Highway on My Podcast. We have our reporters who are reporting from the ground, which is a very young team talking about their experience called Reporters Without Orders. And we have a daily news podcast called Daily Dose, which in just ten twenty minutes you can get all the what's happenings of India. So do check out our podcast. Give us a high rating, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, because it helps others discover us and find us. Or write a favorable review if. That platform doesn't have a rating system. On that note, Rajshri, last week, I think a day after our recording, we lost Irfan Khan, and the day after that, Rishi Kapoor. Yeah. I noticed that Irfan Khan's loss, especially a lot of people who I know personally, friends of mine, mm-hmm. who are not necessarily major film buffs or um, anything, very uh, unusual for them to really take this death to heart. I think there are two reasons. and that's happened across you know articles have been written about that nasiruddin shah wrote a piece in the express about yeah well he didn't write it he told someone and that person wrote it about how you know it's it's really hit home to so many people i think it's a because people are home and they have time to contemplate life i think if you were in the normal rhythm of things hmm. a lot of people who stopped took note you know made comments on social media about how how it had impacted them it would not have if they were up and about but having said that irfan was truly a special special artist what do you think yeah so i think he's one of those rare film stars in bollywood who was not from a film family who was not good looking by any stretch of the imagination he's just the way his persona was such and the intensity 
of his acting was such that he looked attractive. But uh, the kind of films that he did is and still managed to get the kind of celebrity that he gained, right? Because he didn't do too many masala films. He was not seen uh, schmoozing with all these Karan Johar and all stars and all. So that part seemed to be totally absent from his life. And he still was so popular and he did such great films. So Ajay Devgan is also very popular, but he does like shit films, absolutely. So Irfan's films, I there are of course some real, really bad films as well. But then it's difficult to always have a like a hundred percent strike rate, right? But mm. almost, I think ninety percent of his films were just spectacular. Yeah, he he truly was an amazing artist, and uh, you know, a couple of little trivia. Uh, and I won't uh, take names here, not because I'm coy, but because I take. I'm no longer a journalist, but unless I can back it up and triangulate the source, mm. I, I would rather not take names. When I was in Bombay as an assistant director in Bollywood for that one year that I was there, you know, all the film recordings, the song recordings used to happen in this studio called Spectral Harmony. And we'd be shooting at, at uh, Filmistan or Kamalistan and there'd be four shooting floors there. So I remember Devdas was being shot at the same time. The one at Shah Rukh Khan. Bas itna sa khab hai with Abhishek Bachchan, which Goldie Behalo's make was being shot. Huh. So, and all the editing would also happen. It, I think it was called prime focus, you know, all the editing and special effects. So whether you were recording, you know, you kept bumping into crews who were working on other films. And I remember one of um, the editors telling me, uh, not that time, but m- much later when I bumped into him, uh, that um, he was, Irfan was in a film. Uh, this is maybe eight, ten, maybe not ten, maybe eight, seven, five to eight years ago okay. with some other big stars. Hmm. And he in any case had a very short role. And all those stars were outpourings of grief about, oh, what a talent he was and stuff. And these are big stars. He yeah. said, you know, it was such a nightmare editing that film because those guys would come and they'd make me chop, they'd make me recut the scene to take out scenes where Irfan was there because they felt insecure about how he'd overshadowed them. And I was like, can you imagine being so talented, so gifted yeah. in an industry where stars can overrule editors and directors and having to put up with this bullshit by mediocre chutiyas and yet not becoming a bitter, angry person. And I think that is what sets him apart from the others that in his interviews in his interactions, and I had the good fortune of meeting him a couple of times, there was no, this, a lot of them have this, you know, bitterness to them, or there's this streak, which has come because they have been treated badly. Yeah. He didn't have that. Yeah. And I think that, that really shows a self-confidence and a self-assuredness, which is very rare. So I really respected his work. And um, in fact, one of my favorite performances of him, which is not really spoken about much because I guess the film didn't do that well. I liked it was yeah. Priyanka Chopra's starter, Saat Khun Maaf, hmm. where he's one of the khuns that she does. And he's this really interesting character who like beats her up and is really insecure. And this yeah. song called Bekaran is derived from them. It's, um, yeah, he was phenomenal. Yeah, what what are your performances that are memorable? Uh, no, I think the other thing that he's one of the actors who actually made, like he acted in a lot of Hollywood films also. And when art, like an Anupam Kher or a Anil Kapoor and all, do even a blink and you miss it uh, role in Hollywood, you hear no end of it. Are, in fact, when this guy won the Slumdog Millionaire Oscar, yeah. Anil Kapoor to was jumping on stage. Jaise matlab usi ne hai. <laughs> yeah. 
so that's what net but so i loved him of the recent films i loved him in the namesake as the husband the uh, bengali husband hmm. then in uh, makbool so i watched makbool again actually this week and they are showing it on hotstar they are showing a lot of his films on streaming a lot of his films on hotstar and and on uh, netflix also i saw they were showing some but makbool all those scenes where he doesn't say a word Yeah. He just looks. He's just spectacular. Absolutely, I have to say, Tabu is a brilliant actress, also. So when when she gets the right film, she's also done Missing. I must remind you. Yeah, yeah, that's of course there. Then the other film which I had thought he was very like he played a very sweet character was Life in a uh, Metro. Oh yeah, that Punjabi. My God, was, how he pulled that off, man! Monty is such a good. Name. That's what it was. Such a good uh, role. Then I totally forgot that he was in Hyder. Then the other day when I was reading his uh, and Piku, Piku, I did think he act like he used to do that every man role very well. Yeah, and I think he could pull off comedy like very few people can, but yet be menacing um, when he needed to be. He was truly, truly a talent, and really sad age of fifty. And what a difficult background he came from, right? Because he didn't even have the money to pay the bus fare to go to National School of Drama when he got in. He borrowed that thirty-five rupees and he went. And what a like! I just find those kind of stories and. To you know, to when you juxtapose his life as in where he came from to where Rishi Kapoor came from, mm, which is yeah. this, like fun. born into the first like it's it is the premier film family it was considered in India, and they have had the like so many actors who've come out of that family. Rishi Kapoor basically never had to struggle for a role, right? And uh, just that such different backgrounds they came from, but uh, so even Rishi I, Kapoor, like I love Rishi Kapoor, as you know. I think he's. I thought he was very cute looking. I thought we'll move to Rishi Kapoor, but I will say just the last thing about yeah. Irfan when he died. You know, I listened to the BBC bulletin and the podcast this year. Yeah. His death was covered on CNN International. The BBC podcast covered his death. The Guardian, Guardian wrote a beautiful piece, and on. Indian media the attention to Rishi Kapoor was more clearly because he's a bigger star here, and you know for yeah. so many years for the seventies, uh, for the for the generation that are today editors and stuff, Rishi Kapoor is the main star. We come to that, and that's one of the reasons what you said. You know the inspirational story. I think that's why sport and mm. showbiz is has such an attraction to people. I don't think it's just that they are spectator events. One is a spectator entertainment event. one is you know a sporting event which also also entertainment but also a competitiveness i think another aspect that makes sports stars and film stars so special is that these are two pursuits or crafts or vocations yeah where you can go from nothing to up there in an honorable way you can also do that in politics but you that is not do it in a dishonorable way i can think of many actors who have but you have to have i mean if you made it from you know that kind of background you have to have talent yeah you can't do it like i mean you can't be an abhishek bachchan with nothing with no money to pay for bus fare and still make it eventually so, you know speaking of uh, making it from nothing again to get back to this hattie mcdaniel who played uh, mammy right and gone with the wind she when she won her oscar she did say this she said for me the fact that my parents were slaves on a plantation 
and that today I'm standing here winning an Oscar is just like it, it almost blew her own mind also because who would ever think mm. that this is the journey that this girl would have taken and it's just that there are so many of these story people from the most disparate backgrounds who made it who more than I think even financial success who've just been such great successful actors and actresses or musicians whatever in uh, the film industry okay rashi sen hardships hi aapko intensity sikhata hai which is why no matter how hard zaid khan fardeen khan abhishek bachchan try they can never their eyes can never show that intensity and that rage they But always look like they are trying to force a turd out because they forgot to eat is a goal the there's another reason also what Because Zayed Khan and Pradeen Khan's eyes have a slight cocaine glaze over them. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's just that if you if you are if you can't reach in and source that pain from somewhere where you, where you have felt a struggle, then it's hard. But I may be being unkind or unfair. But Rajshree, and you are very fond of Rishi Kapoor. You've always really liked Rishi Kapoor. You you remember this, right? Rishi Kapoor and Raj Kiran, but Rishi Kapoor more than Raj Kiran. So actually, I like the Kapoor men that kind of like not all not Ranveer Kapoor or that other one. But typical Indian Gora Chitta Punjabi Munda Wow Wow. Kitna sona hai. Oh no! So to me, the handsomest man that Indian cinema has ever seen is Shashi Kapoor. Yeah, but we are right now talking about Rishi Kapoor. Shashi no, no. So I'm just saying that Shashi Kapoor is my the was the epitome of good looks. But Rishi Kapoor, for someone who looked like such a chocolate boy hero, he just there was something very endearing about him, and he never seemed to take himself too seriously, which is what I think I like. Like he looked like he knew that he was making a fool of himself in some of his roles. Hmm. So you know when he's dancing on top of a train and all like there was a certain gleefulness about his acting which I used to like. So I really liked him in Bobby. I think he actually genuinely acted well in Bobby. That you know I think because I think it was a, a little closer home. He could because he was under Raj Kapoor's thumb. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, as this boy who can't really be rebellious, who is kind of unsure, insecure, underconfident. I think he played that role beautifully. I think. Bobby was truly a spec. I'm an amazing film. It was the, I probably one of the few films of Raj Kapoor that I really liked. Other than that, I, I've always thought Raj Kapoor is a very overrated director. But uh, other than Bobby, uh, I you know Rishi Kapoor uh, like he did a lot of multi-stars with Amitabh Bachchan and all that, Amar Gandhi yeah. and stuff. In all of them, I always felt that Vinod Khanna and Amitabh Bachchan, you know, Vinod Khanna always held his own in a Sohag or a you know Parvarish, you know, whether it was Vinod Khanna or Rishi Kapoor. they held their own with amitabh bachchan although he was a you know the big star mm-hmm. i always thought rishi kind of got the short end of the stick but i think he kind of had come to terms with that that, that is his place in multi stars he's not the main draw so he always was the also ran in those multi stars and he yeah. did a, you know a bunch of them uh, but uh, you know as as kapoor's go you know he had it all served out to him and uh, i i wasn't a huge fan of any of the kapoor's but Yeah, sad, sad that he's gone. No, no, but you weren't a fan of Shashi. Oh yeah, Shashi of course, but he's an exception. He's not a Kapoor. I mean, look at the kind of pursuits, Prithvi Theater that he, you know. Yeah, yeah, but that's the kind of cinema he did. So the film which I really one of my favorite Rishi Kapoor film is Sagar. Right. I think I'm the only one who likes this film. 
Because whenever I say it, people just don't react. No, it was Did very you good. like Sagar? It was okay. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I, I, Chandni also I didn't really like. I didn't no, like Chandni that. I didn't care for. Zuhaiba, that? Zuhaiba, Zureba with that Pakistani. Oh, movie. that was poor thing. He was trying to launch his production house. Hena, Hena, sorry, Hena. Yeah, it had Zeba Bakhtiar in it. Right. Hena was, he was in Hena. He did a, yeah, he did a lot of films. But he had a very, his career spanned like decades, man. But I will say that, you know, when I used to work for Newstrack, we were doing this New Year special and we were shooting yeah. at this nightclub in Haryana called um, Fireball. Fireball. And he and his brother Randhir made an entry, a surprise entry. And I had never seen them in life uh, before. Yeah. I think this was 95, 96 at some point at that time. And I was struck by how white. I mean, they were paper white. Yeah. It wasn't like normal. Yeah, color. so I've seen Karina Kapoor and I've never seen such, like it's translucent skin and it's white. It's not yeah. pink. Like yeah. I, or maybe next to, like in comparison to me, it seemed whiter. But I was struck by how white she was. And it's like you could almost see the veins in some parts of her face. You know, it's really that very translucent kind of skin. But he was very cute looking, I have to say. And he acted, there's one film which I had really liked. It's called D-Day. Have you seen D-Day? No. It's, so he plays Davood Abraham in it. Oh, I see. Okay. And he's really good. So it's sort of, a, it has funny moments in the film, but he is just very good as Dawood Abraham. So I think he became better in his career later when he got slightly like Kapoor and Sons and all. Oh, Kapoor and Sons is also, actually, yeah, you're right. He's one of the few people who didn't become completely off in his old age. Yeah. He's not on screen. Like Devanand and all, by the time, you know, they were old, on screen, they pictures of themselves. Uh, he was still pretty good, even. But again, he wasn't that old, right? He was just in his sixties, yeah. Yeah, he was just in his sixties. So I mean, both were quite young. One was fifty-three. Irfan yeah. was fifty-three, and I think he was 60, 1970. Sixty-six. I think he was sixty-six or sixty-seven. Yeah, hardly yeah. an age to go, man. Eight, sixty-seven. Yeah, he's sixty-seven. So uh, yeah, God bless both of them. And thank you for the memories and keeping us all entertained. And uh, I guess on that note, we should say goodbye to our audience, Rajshri Sen. They can write in to us with their VTs, commentary, critique to contact at newslaundry.com. I repeat, contact at newslaundry.com. Do give us your analysis of racism in Hollywood, if you have any. Uh, and uh, racism in awful and awesome, like Rajshri Sen has on the <laughs> community. Um, and if you have any abuse to leave, you can leave it on Rajshri and my Twitter timeline. Rajshri, yes. what are we going to come next week with? you have any plans? Yes, I'm going to watch the Chris Evans. So since we did a Thor film this time, I'm going to do a Captain America show next time. Okay. Which is on Apple TV. So it's uh, there's a show which Chris Evans is acting as the father of this boy who is convicted for murder. Okay. And it's supposed to be quite good. Defending Jacob, I think it's called. So I'm definitely watching that. And uh, otherwise, I'm sure Shirish Kundar must be making another film which we can watch. So I'll watch a few ads and, and come back with my, <laughs> my, my, my views on them. And I shall try to watch these topics that have been recommended by listeners years and years. Alex in Wonderland, Bangalore Days, Ustad Hotel, Om Shanti, Oshana. There's, we have 11 bits, we have 11 uh, recommendations that we still haven't caught up with. 
So, on that note, I guess we shall say goodbye. Yes, thank you, Mr. Sekri. Thank you, Ms. Sen. And it's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.